This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. All right, Haima Black, live from Dynasty Podcast HQ. We're back here for another week broadcasting from Pilsen. Um, I am the host of Dynasty Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are the first ever and longest running music podcast in Chicago history. We interview a number of Chicago artists and industry and creative talent. And tonight we are continuing that tradition that we've been doing for the last 13 years. And I am sitting here with Family Reunion, uh, an up and coming artist from Chicago. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Feel free to like scoot towards okay. the... Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to keep leaning in. Thank you for coming up here tonight. Thank you. Yeah. For thanking me? I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, you were recommended to me. Um, I've been talking with Rick Wilson's team, and, and we've been working on scheduling an interview with Rick Wilson, and that's kind of been like here and there, and, and we're, we're trying to like zero in on that time. But in the discussion with Rick Wilson's team, he was recommending, uh, Frankie, who works with Rick Wilson, was telling me, he's like, listen, Family Reunion and Victor, you got to get them on. Victor's another one who we're talking to about mm-hmm. the date. But you are somebody who came highly recommended, and, and I had been seeing your name around the city and that you were starting to make some waves. So I'm really glad we got to link up with you here tonight and make it happen. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they were like, listen, Family Reunion's doing cool stuff. Do you feel like people are finding out about you right now? I mean... I guess that I never really thought of it as that way. I just started doing whatever I wanted to do with my music, especially like on social media. I guess I've seen like a few tweets recently where people like adding me being like, oh, I really like your music. And I actually got recognized at Olive Garden yesterday. (laughs) Um, I work there. So this guy just came up to me while I was on my break eating my food, and he was just like, oh, are you family reunion? And I was like, mm, yeah, sorry you had to see me like this. Uh, but yes. Um, but getting recognized at Olive Garden is like a very like surreal moment. I mean, it happens a lot because I'm there a lot. Right. I had a few girls when I was cleaning the bathrooms turn around and be like, is that you? I was like, yes. <laughs> um, once again, I'm sorry you had to see me like this. I'm literally like cleaning the sanitary items out of the trash cans as they're trying to talk to me. It was really funny, but... You know what? Everyone starts somewhere, though. Kanye West worked at The Gap. Uh, Brian Cranston, the lead from Breaking Bad, worked at KFC. Like, Mm. everybody starts somewhere. And Olive Garden, like, that's... There are worse places to be. Um, So, you know, we always start at the beginning here, kind of like, you know, getting an origin story, like how music and creativity started for you when you kind of start on your artistic path. Like, how did this begin for you? Um, how did Family Reunion begin? Or, or just like your work in music or, or your like, creative identity or, yeah, wherever you want to start the story. Like, how do you feel like this kind of began for you? Well, probably musically when I was um, probably in preschool, my parents were in one of those classic rock cover bands that you see playing at bars and stuff. No way. That's and amazing. They used to, like, force me to come with them. I didn't really like it that much. I would just bring a book or something and uh, read that. But uh, that kind of rubbed off on me. And then um, I started playing guitar. Like, I, I got my first guitar when I was seven, but I had such a terrible attention span that I probably touched it, like, two or three times and you know, stop playing it. I mean, seven years old is very young to yeah. be committed to something <laughs> as in-depth as learning to play guitar. Right. So I, um, throughout my life, 
up until last year, I would kind of like play a few months and put it down for a few months and play for a few months and so on until I graduated high school last January. I started playing every single day because I was like, okay, I want to get good at this. Yeah. And um, yeah, I actually graduated high school so I could pursue music sooner. Really? So did you graduate early? Yeah, I did. I graduated in January. I was supposed to graduate in June, but I just took those six months to teach myself guitar um, and to like hone in on my songwriting skills and all of that. And later that year in October is when I did my first family reunion release. That's wild. So, I mean, like this is so recent for you. Yeah, I guess it hasn't. What is it? It's May, so it's been like seven months or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with your high school, so, like, when I was in high school, like, a million years ago, my senior year, I was able to get out at 11 a.m. every day for the entire school year, both semesters, because um, basically my dean was like, you're doing a bunch of, like, music work. You don't need high school, like, math and stuff. Yeah. Which maybe was or wasn't helpful later in life, but basically they excused me for, like, the majority of my high school senior classes so I could go do internships. Like, was it a hard negotiation for your high school to be like, hey, I'm out of here six months early so I can go be an artist? No, I actually lied to my high school. I told them that I was <laughs> going to college early. And then um, after I left, I was like, oops, forgot about that. And I just never went. I took like one online college class just so they wouldn't like try just so to come technically to my true. house and knock sure. on my door and be like, okay, you're not getting your diploma now. But yeah, because you're technically supposed to have a reason as to why you graduate. They don't see music as like a reason at my school, so yeah. I just lied. I guess I know that's that's not amazing. Very, um... No, that's very punk rock though. Yeah, you beat the system. You beat high school. That's like the ultimate. I don't know punk if I beat story. high school. I feel like high school kind of beat me. In I don't a few know. Ways. You got out early. That's that's pretty badass. So so you get out of high school and you really start committing to guitar and like. Was that exciting? Was it intimidating? How did you feel about that? I was bored a lot because um, I was 17 and I didn't have a car. And um, I barely worked at my job that I had. It was like a, at a mall kiosk, so it really didn't need me a lot. So I, the only thing that I would do to make me not bored is play guitar. Mm-hmm. It was just more of a thing to keep me entertained. I would just watch YouTube uh, guitar tutorials. And, uh, and then I eventually moved on to posting videos on Twitter of, like, covers and stuff just so mm-hmm. people could see that maybe what I was working towards. And then I started posting videos of original songs. But I never got into recording because I honestly didn't know how um, until I started. I, I found somebody who my parents were kind of friends with who had a studio space who, like, rented, I think it was something like 25 an hour that's reasonable. Something like that. Yeah. And that's what I did for like my first few songs until I met my producer who I work with now. Yeah. And so like were your parents supportive? It sounds like they were behind the idea too. They were not supportive. Really? Even with the, the classic rock cover band thing? Yeah, because they wanted me to go to school, but I did not want to go to school. I could barely handle three and a half years of high school. I, like, I mean, by like that last semester, I would be lucky if I showed up like twice in, in a week. So... Well, you know, in college is a different kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. high school really kind of exists for your late teen years. But college, you can go, you know, if you felt differently in three years, you could still go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not going anywhere. So there is that. Um, but it's interesting. And like your parents being in the classic rock band, you would have thought that they would have kind of seen that as like the natural evolution of that, right? Yeah. Um I, I don't know, actually. That's all right. So you, when did you come up with the name Family Reunion? When did that become the title of what you're doing? 
Um, my friend and I were driving, I think, I don't remember why, but we were somewhere in Wisconsin and I needed, um, I was going to play a friend's birthday party and my friend wanted like everyone to, ha to have like five different songs. So I, I made Family Reunion just to play for this friend's birthday party, but I was like, I need a name. So I saw a sign on the side of the road that said, make t-shirts for your family reunion. Um, and I don't know why, but I just saw that and I was like, hmm, that looks kind of interesting. I wonder if anybody has that name yet. Nobody did. That's ama it's amazing that you found a name that no one has because so many of the domains and like intellectual titles online have just been claimed at this point. Yeah. You know, the web is pretty mature, so everyone's kind of gotten every good .com there is. That's very true. Um, but Family Reunion is a really interesting title for like a one-person project. It sounds like it would be like it sounds like it would be like a '60s or '70s soul group is what it sounds like. So it's a really interesting, I think, juxtaposition to have like one person be this name that sounds like it would, of course, be a larger collective. Yeah, I definitely can see that. That's how it is with um, Rex Orange County, and that's how it is with Home Shake. It's just really one person, mm -hmm. but they have. Um, a name that isn't theirs to kind of represent. I guess that they call, maybe some people would call it a stage name. I don't know totally. why. Yeah. I just didn't like Jackie Carlson as something. I just felt that was strange. I don't know why it didn't fit right. I liked Family Reunion more, but a lot of people do think that I'm a band, and my manager always gets mad because he's like, sometimes I'll refer to Family Reunion as Family Reunion. He's like, no, that makes it sound like it's a whole band. I just he just walked in right now. I was. I didn't know where he was. I was afraid <laughs> that he wasn't going to be able to find where... Um, where yeah, we're, we're a little <laughs> hidden in, in Dynasty <laughs> HQ here. It's like a little... Like, there's a little trick to finding the spot. So, yes, that's awesome. He made it here because uh, so he was looking for parking. So, you started putting out music in 2017, you said? Yeah. Or 2018? 2017. Late 2017. And, you know, you said that you were working with a producer. Uh, was that Tombo or...? Well, beforehand, um, the first, I think... The first three and a half, and that'll make sense later, uh, the first three and a half songs I did through this guy who my parents were friends with. Um, personally, just because, like, at that time, you know, I was just working at Olive Garden, so I couldn't... It, it was a lot for me. I think I spent, like, somewhere between, like, 600 and $800, like, on those first two songs. Just, like, recording a cost or, like, yeah. bringing in other musicians? And or? Yeah, I had to pay a drummer, too, and mm -hmm. I had to pay a bassist to work with me on the first, um, on those first few songs. And um, after that, the song Flower was the one that was half done in that studio and then half done by uh, my friend Tombo, who works in their house up in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to see his name attached to other music projects in Chicago, it looks like. Uh, yeah, definitely. Tombo has been working with uh, somebody else named Nancy, and they've been releasing a lot of um, collaborative EPs. I think they've done like a total of two or three just this year alone. Yeah. And so the project you were working on with like the, the different you know, producers or different spaces, was that your JEP? The JEP was done um, just with Tombo, but okay. before that... I think I, I'm trying to remember. I think I did demos just with my parent, with the guy that I just rented out of studio space, as well as Tuesday, and then Flower was both. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, but it's, you've covered a lot of ground in a short time, it feels like, with a couple of different releases. Does it feel like you've done a lot? Like, I guess 
as I'm doing it, it doesn't feel like it. But then when I look back to see, I'm like, wow, that really all happened in less than eight months. That's a very short time span to release that much music. It is. It is. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, so when you're like working on these, like, are these, did you already have all these songs ready or were you kind of writing as you went or? I was writing, definitely. I was writing as I went, but for those first four songs, I had those that I had written over the summer. I had started recording and practicing to record in like July, August, but just because of, um, how much of a perfectionist I am and I had to work on those first few songs over a span of like three months. Just, um, but yeah, they, they had been ready for a while because I had them for my friend's birthday party that I played at. Okay, but, so you already had that like core yeah. material. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so have you performed out live, other than your friend's birthday party, have you done a lot of live performing yet? Yes. Um, I, my first, like, I guess my first show was at my old high school's dance. Um, that was really funny. I, I didn't get paid or anything for it. I just did it because I wanted some ex- some performing experience. Um, I played a few shows in Chicago. I played a show in Kentucky, a show in Madison. Um, I have a show in Iowa later this year. I also have um, hopefully some stuff planned out for when my manager and I go out to L.A. Mm-hmm. next month. Wow, I mean, so again, that's very ambitious. Like, when you're performing these shows, is it just you? Do you have a live band, or how is that set up? Right now, it is just me and my producer, who also DJs for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are trying to do a live band for future shows, just to have a fuller sound. But obviously, that takes a little time to get that up and running. But for now, it's just me and my DJ. So when you're performing live, what is that like? Is it exciting? Is it, is it, it you know, nerve-wracking? Like, you know, was it weird when you first started doing it? Or were, did you just take to it right away where you're like, this is what I was supposed to do? Um, when I was younger, I actually would play at this one coffee shop by my house. And um, that helped me get over a lot of stage fright. But when I started performing as Family Reunion, it was a lot different because it was songs that I had written and before, you know, I was um, covering stuff. Right. I definitely, uh, like the first two or three shows, I had terrible stage fright, but now I'm starting to get over it with the more shows that I play. Yeah. Um, it's it's more fun, but I, I, I don't know how to explain how I feel when I perform, but it just happens really, really fast and then it's over. Right, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, and you just did a really big uh, performance, like not a huge audience, but in terms of like who saw it, you were part of the Windy City yeah. live performance that Rick Wilson just did a few days ago, right? Mm-hmm. How did, how did that come together, um, and, and what, what was that like for you? Well, it was really fun, and the way that it came together is Rick, he just followed me on Twitter, I followed him back, and then he messaged me and asked about that show in Lincoln Hall. And then, mm-hmm. like, the next day, he was like, oh, by the way, do you guys want to come? Like, do you and Victor want to come with me when I perform on Witty City Live to kind of help promote the show? It was, it was just like that. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's really generous because not every artist asks the opening talent mm-hmm. on their bill to come be part of their promotional circuit. And again, you know, Rick Wilson's team was like, hey, man, like, bring on the openers too. Like they're doing really good stuff. And it was an easy sell because I I did see your name and Victor's name thrown around already, but it definitely feels like to me that they're really kind of throwing their support behind you guys. Yeah. I'm very glad that I met Rick. He's very cool. 
Yeah, he's a good he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a great performer. That new record's awesome, and uh, that show is what June second yeah. at Lincoln Hall. Yes. Um, is that your first like Chicago hometown show or? Well, I'm actually not from Chicago. Okay. I actually, yeah, I actually live like an hour north of here, but. Um, but okay, but like you're Chicago, yeah. Chicago area, <clears throat> um, in Chicago land. I think I've played like three or four shows in Chicago already. Okay. Yeah, I played like a. I mean, I live in Waukegan. Not a lot of mm-hmm. people know where Waukegan is, but it's right. It's like the town over next to Six Flags. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played like a hometown show there a few, I think like in March. I, I, I booked it myself. Like I rented out this art gallery just because I know a lot of kids from the high school um, right. like, liked my performance that I did for them in January. So I just did a, sh- like I, I booked my own show for that and... That that was really cool, but yeah, this is gonna be like my second or third Chicago show. Is this the biggest one you're doing? I would have to say, besides the Waukegan one, yeah, this yeah. is the biggest one that I've ever done. So you're gonna be performing. You know, you've got some newer songs that you just released mm-hmm. very recently. Um, so you recently just very recently you just put out Zoned Out and um, Vision was about a month ago, right? Yeah. So were those songs just kind of like? Lucy's, or are they part of like an upcoming larger project, or what can you say about those? Oh, those are definitely just singles. Yeah. I, um, when I decide that I want to start working on another full length, I'm definitely gonna make sure that everything sounds really uh, cohesive. But yeah, those are just um, singles because I, I hadn't released anything since. Um, January or February for my EP, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to maybe, you know, release a song every seven or eight weeks um, just to keep everybody's attention. Just Yeah, to, everyone yeah. has very short attention spans on Twitter. Yeah. So it's a good thing to constantly kind of like, and not like you have to do it every day, but yeah, every couple of weeks, every couple of months, check in and some new material or a new video or something. It just keeps, you know, it's just so hard to stay in front of people these days. There's yeah. so much going on. Definitely, as a newer artist, um, it helps to release something that frequently, I think, because it's um, more opportunities to catch somebody's attention. Like, if I had never released Vision, I probably would have never gotten on that um, playlist that uh, Vision got on. And Which playlist was it? It was, um, it was a Spotify one. It was Fresh Finds. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Those spot- Man, it's so interesting because it's like, so you are... Late teens? I'm 18. You're 18, okay. So, like, when I was your age, like, radio was still a thing, MTV was still Mm -hmm. a thing, because I'm 100 years old, but, like, radio and MTV are not a thing for your generation, but Spotify, man, Spotify playlists are, like, just the most important place to have your music found at this point. That's where everybody finds new music now. Oh, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I agree. I had a discussion with somebody recently about how Spotify is probably... If if not the most important, one of the most important contributors to the modern music. Oh yeah, industry. just for discovery, absolutely, a hundred percent. So so you got on a Spotify playlist, and that that put you in front of people. You feel like? Oh, definitely, like more than it did. Yeah, before. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you've got the show June second with uh, Rick Wilson, and how can people find your music? Um, What's I mean, the URLs or the best place? It's on everything. It's on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all of that. All of them to so just search Family Reunion. Yeah. Well, actually, now that I think about it, there is another group called Family Reunion, and it is a country band. But um, <laughs> if you listen to that, I'm not a country band. 
So you're the one that doesn't sound I'm like that. I'm the one that doesn't sound like a country band. Um, there was a time, I'm just remembering this now, that I had to share Spotify with them. And like people <laughs> like would be like... Like you're the same listing? Yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. It took a while for us to get our own name. It would have like both projects underneath one artist's name. That's pretty funny. That's the weird thing about like music discovery now is, yeah, like if you have the same name as somebody like just these, these search engines are going to think you're the same artist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is on deck for you in 2018 now that, like, you know, you are hitting the ground running, putting out a steady stream of new music, you've made some playlist action happen, you're doing a big show in Chicago with Rick Wilson. So what's ahead of you beyond that? For the rest of this year, um, I wrote a goal list, actually, in January. I guess um, the number one thing that I want to do is to check off everything that I did on that list. Like, one of the things that I wrote was... Um, I want to play in five states by the mm-hmm. end of this year. I think it's I've played in three. So I, I would like to do that. Um, I'm planning on going to L.A. two different times this year with my manager and my producer. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to release more music. I want to try having my own headliner show in Chicago sometime this year as well. Yeah. I want to maybe book another show or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, probably some smaller shows I would like to try booking because um, I definitely had a lot of fun with that the last time I did it. And I just, yeah, I want to meet more people too in music. Yeah, well, and Chicago is a good city to do that. And if you're going to LA, you're obviously going to accomplish that as well. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got a hefty goal list in front of you, but that's awesome is that's the way to operate, like to really like have a set list of like what you want to accomplish and, and how you want to make it happen, man. So that's awesome. Um, family reunion, the music is on SoundCloud and every platform now, and you're going to be playing June 2nd with Rick Wilson. Um, thank you so much for coming up and starting the conversation tonight. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.